0: Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Hockey the Podcast. We are here in Durban. We are at the Riverside Hotel. We are here for the Indoor Africa Cup, the cup that will decide the place uh, for the African competitor at the Indoor Hockey World Cup in Belgium. In 2022, of course, it is a delayed tournament, a tournament that should have taken place already a year ago. But uh, COVID paid pay to that, paid to that, and we had to wait. But at last, it is here. Uh, heading into this tournament, uh, this is the blitz stocks that we are looking at this this afternoon, or whenever you listen to this. It might be evening, it might be morning, but uh, it'll be whenever it is. Uh, we are chatting now. We've got uh, two of our debutants in in the in the room with me. Um, they are debutants for the indoor team. One of them has worn national colours before; they have uh, played for the country. The other man has to go home after the game and do his homework. Uh, so, Bongo Musa Goma and Dan Sibold, welcome to Hockey the Podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, it's nice. It's good to be here, uh, and we're enjoying our time. Man. Enjoying the time off from school.
2: Yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I heard
0: that uh, your maths teacher sent you some homework to do. Is that, is <laughs> yeah, that, is that true? Be. Yeah,
1: yeah, I see
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bongs, I mean, let's start with you. I mean, you're a young man, you're still at school, but you have the opportunity this week yeah. to play your first test cap yeah. for South Africa. I mean, must feel very special.
1: Yeah, it is a special moment, you know, um, coming back from how it grew up and having to play for um, a national team at my age, you know, it's a really special moment and I'm looking forward to
0: it. Yeah, and obviously you're a keeper, so uh, you know obviously that if you make mistakes, they're highlighted. How are the nerves feeling ahead of the tournament?
1: Um, I've been like really nervous, but then I've spoken to some of the players, they've advised me on what to do, and um, yeah, they've advised me to uh, just keep my head cool, keep my head down and go through the process. And
0: obviously there's no spectators, uh, so, they're going to have to watch you on uh, the Raider media feed or on Watch Hockey, the app. Uh, a little bit disappointing that your, your friends and family can't be there to watch you.
1: Yeah, it's fine. But then, um, you know, at the end of the day, we're still playing for each other. That's more important to all of us. And uh, yeah, it's a bummer, but yeah, we'll get through it.
0: Brilliant stuff. Of course, the other man making his debut is not a stranger to South African hockey. You have a whole bunch of caps in the outdoor setup, Dan. But this is your debut. It must be quite nice with that, that bit of experience that you're able to have another debut in, in your career.
3: Yeah, how's it, Tyrone? Thank you for having me. Um, on the question, yeah, definitely. The, I think the biggest part of it was maybe coming into this camp with just a little bit less nerves, knowing what to expect. Obviously, it is a new, it is a new setup, but... Um, yeah, I, I didn't feel the nerves, but slowly as the tournament creeps on us, I, I can feel the nerves a little bit.
0: And I mean, Dan, obviously you made your name in South Africa uh, as an outdoor player, as a man who, who really uh, could dominate from coming in from the wide, you know, really skillful hands. And, and you always seemed like a player who, who was made for indoor hockey, but it's only in recent seasons. And of course, you did something rather remarkable at the last IPT in that you were playing for the KZN third side, the Robins, and got selected all the way from the third side for KZN to the national team. I mean, that must be quite a nice feather in your cap, even though there is a bit more to the story than you were not just selected for the Robins.
3: Yeah, I think, especially in Durban, I've, I've taken indoor more of like a social route or more for like a fitness and, and just to stay stay hockey, stay in the hockey circle. It, it's been difficult to juggle the, the outdoor and the indoor. So, I actually wasn't meant to play RPT, and, and someone pulled out, and it was in Durban. So, I just jumped on board, took the opportunity, thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I got a call up to the setup, and yeah, that,
0: that's how it started. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, Obviously, a different kind of news. That was a, a very much against the expectations. Uh, playing for the Robins is, is often seen as more of a social thing. There's nothing social about this week. How are you feeling about the tournament?
3: Yeah, like I said, the nerves are the nerves are definitely creeping in. But coming into the setup, the, the guys in the indoor in the indoor team now is they've made it really comfortable, and I haven't felt the pressure, or I haven't felt like it. it we're here and we, we've proved it, so it's just about performing now. So, yeah, I'm really excited.
0: Yeah, I mean, Boggins yourself, uh, we, we're playing at Thomas Moore College, TMC, yeah. uh, and that's Thomas Moore, not Thomas Moore.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, Thomas Moore College, it is an outstanding facility. Yeah. What have you made of uh, the facility in the training session so far?
1: Um, you know, I've we've been playing there for quite some time now, coming from the club hockey and all of that. So, I've gotten used to the surface, I've gotten used to um, the way I can touch the ball on the surface, the way I can kick the ball, so I'm fairly comfortable on the surface, and it's got a really good time
0: Yeah, obviously your opposition this week, um, not uh, Riverside College, not Varsity College, it's Namibia and it's Botswana, we know a little bit more about Namibia from PSI, you've played against some of the guys uh, when you've played. you know, what's it like going up against these guys that you've played hockey against before?
1: Um, I don't know how to put it in words, but then I can say it's got to be a good time because, like, whenever we play against each other, at PSI, it's always competitive. And, um, you yeah, we just always competitive on, on the pitch and it's always fun and all, and then, yeah. And And bombs obviously, uh,
0: so somebody has just... Uh, Bong Musa is sitting under the aircon and he's just been spat on. I think that was one of the Botswanans just here and <laughs> trying to throw you off. But, um, yeah, Botswanans, Dan, unknown quantity. Have you guys managed to see some video? I know they did come out and play some of the, the Durban clubs uh, about a year and a half ago. I mean, how do you guys approach something like that where you really don't have much information on the opposition? Sure, we haven't. We haven't spoken
3: too much about Botswana. I, I know. I know our coach Hackers briefly mentioned it yesterday, saying, you know, if if they come down here and they deserve twenty, we're going to give them thirty. But yeah, I think it'll be it'll be naive to underestimate them, and yeah, take it take it first five minutes and go from there.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I remember watching them play against. I think it was Crusaders and then Kursi when they came here. Uh, I remember seeing Tefo Matubola, who is uh, I think the vice captain. I'll know this by tomorrow when I'm talking on the stream, but uh, I remember seeing some really incredible hands. And, and Bongs it must be great to see African hockey, yeah. indoor hockey specifically mm-hmm. here, growing and, and more nations participating. Yeah. Obviously, Zimbabwe are a really good team, not able to come mm-hmm. due to funding, but it must be, must be something to look forward to and also more caps available. Mm-hmm. Then. Yeah.
5: Yes.
0: So, <laughs> Bongs, I mean, you also are a very popular man on social media. We've seen this, he literally posts a picture of his toe (laughs) and it's not even his toe and he gets (laughs) 1,700 likes per second. Um, Do you feel that pressure of your fans back at home watching, supporting you or or, or is it more of encouragement?
1: Just a bit, eh? but yeah, it's a bit more of encouragement because I've been getting messages through social media of people saying congratulations, good luck for AFCON and all of that, so yeah, it's a bit of both.
0: And Bongs, I mean, obviously, because people aren't in the crowd, I know, I mean, I know exactly when I'm going to be on camera when I do the interviews. So I have a specific cap that I'm wearing on certain days for my son, my five-year-old son, Callum. He is going to watch, and when he sees the cap, he knows it's a signal for him. (laughs) What signal are you going to do for your friends at home watching?
1: Um, So I take my fingers, and then I pull my third, mouth. (laughs) <laughs> no, my third thing done. i then mean, I just do this my you know, third uh, Okay, nice. yeah.
0: so so it's like uh, for those who watched Happy Gilmore, it's like Shooter McGavin but more cool, more uh, hip-hop yeah. friendly. Um, for those who uh, have no idea what I'm talking about, it's like Mesut Ozil did mm. uh, for Arsenal. Yeah. Um, but he didn't do that for the last three years. That's yeah. so <laughs> from an Arsenal fan. Dan, and obviously... There's a chance that you're going to get yourself on the score sheet and, and maybe even, who knows, if it's a great week, overtake your outdoor, outdoor total. <laughs> um, what's the trademark goal celebration?
3: Sure. I don't think I have one. I think, uh, I think I'm definitely going to maybe plan a, a team one or the teammate, maybe uh, a roommate. So, so who
0: is your roommate? Uh, Gabs. Okay, so, so you and Gabs are going to plan one. Bongs, if you do get a chance to take a penalty stroke or something, because yeah. that's the only way. And you score. I, I think we should get you to commit there. What do what you rate? I rate we can get him. You've got to do the Cristiano Ronaldo. You know that? <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. if you get a penalty strike, you've got to big to take it. All right. And uh, if you did, you've got to do uh, If you score, if you miss, you're not allowed to celebrate. Yeah. Or if you save a penalty strike, mm-hmm. oof, you've got to do one of those. All right. Done. Done. Yeah. This is the challenge. <laughs> you've heard it here first on Hockey the podcast. Musa will... Be doing the cristiano ronaldo celebration <laughs> if he saves or scores a penalty stroke guys obviously we are also playing in a bio bubble we're playing under COVID covert protocols it means things are a little bit different from the norm obviously you don't know the norm but dan how, how have you experienced it have you experienced it differently from other times you've been with national teams yeah it,
3: it, it's it's been challenging. Um, the guys have had to be pretty conscious about what they do on their free time. I know I know going into camp like w- the guys wanted to m- maybe meet or get out of the hockey like environment for a bit, but that obviously has been a, a challenge and not really looked upon. so yeah it, it's, it's been difficult.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean we, we all sit and experience it in different ways. Um, but I'm glad that we are here Dan, I'm here, I get to watch it, uh, so I will make sure that people at home get to, to hear what's happening. Wongsa, obviously it's not the first time you're going to play in a South African church, you did play in that little series up in, in Johannesburg yeah. with, uh, with David Joshua, yeah. obviously now try Ryan Hack, how's the changeover for you as a young player been?
1: um it's been all right you know i um i'm a player that that's able to develop with everything that's going on in ar- and around me so yeah it's been all right i've been i'm um, talking to ryan hack about um the game plans and all of that day, how, how to get the defenders to shift into a back three and all of that day. so it's been all right i've been able to handle it and yeah
0: and and i mean bongs has has it hit home yet i mean if you look down at your chest right now if i look down i see a radar golf shirt even though i'm on the hockey podcast <laughs> my bad um you, you see that protea over your chest, in the hockey underneath it, on your head, that protea. I mean, has it hit home? You are a South African athlete.
1: Yeah, it Really, a, yeah. It
0: <laughs> I, I know this is just audio, but if you could see the smile on this man's face, <laughs> uh, it is Colgate worthy. <laughs> Colgate, if you're listening, get this man a sponsorship. You know, hockey guys earn a lot of money, but they're definitely open to a bit more sponsorship. Mm. Speaking of which, you don't always get the opportunity but any sponsors that uh, have backed you in your journey that you'd like to give a shout out to
1: yeah um uh first sponsor which is uh mercy and hockey yeah, they've really looked after me in terms of my goalkeeping kids they really kept me on the ball and yeah i love the kids so much and the second one is easy massager and they keep my body clean and it's been all right so what has been smooth sp-
0: yeah absolutely i i i myself Don't use easy massages, so I can't shout out for them. But I've heard they're really good. And the way I saw Jethro Eustace walking through here with only a small limp, we know it would be a lot worse. I mean, Dan, yourself, uh, sponsor-wise, anyone that uh, has helped you in your journey?
3: Yeah, of course. Um, I I definitely wouldn't be here without my mom and my dad. Uh, They they obviously have sacrificed hugely. Um, And then my stick sponsor, Princess, uh, Jack Tonneson. They've been really good to me, I think, since, since my first year leaving school. So, yeah, a massive, a massive thank you to all of them.
0: Absolutely. I, uh, I, I don't know who you're talking about, this jack and princess, but uh, <laughs> I am wearing my princess mask right now while I social distance. Gents, usually on, on the Hockey podcast, we, we wrap up an interview with a one-question quiz, but I'm going to do something a little bit different. And at the end of the tournament, we are, are going to come back to it and see who was right. And if the answer is taken by one, the other one can't use the same answer. I want you to have a guess who would be South Africa's top goal scorer this week?
1: Mustafa Kassim.
0: Okay, so Mustafa Kassim has got the bet on him from uh, Bons. Dan, you can't go for Mustafa, so.
3: I'm going to have to go with my roommate,
0: Gabela. Yeah, there we go. So Dan is backing Gabs, Bongs is backing Mustafa. And that's probably a good time for me to say thanks, gents. Good luck for this week. And let's bring those uh, Kasim brothers in next.
3: Thank you.
1: Thank you so much, bro. All
0: right. So uh, that was Bong Musa Mguma Mgoma. <laughs> I'm making up a new surname here for him. Uh, and uh, Dan Sibalt both are going to play their debut caps for the Blitzstocks in the African Indoor Cup or the Indoor Africa Cup, as it is correctly known. Um, but now we've headed from a pair of debutant brothers to a pair of blood brothers. It is uh, the hockey sensational duo of Kasim. It is none other than Dayan and Mustafa. Welcome, bro. Oh, Thanks so much, so good to be here. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Thanks for having us, I appreciate it.
0: So, so what many of the listeners won't know is the three of us have had a chat before, we, we did it for the African Hockey Summit, and uh, you and I were, were very good with our internet, but Mazi kept getting kicked off because he'd used up all his data on TikTok.
5: <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I don't
4: agree. Yeah. Maybe ask Ryan Julius about TikTok.
0: No, look, Ryan Julius, apparently the reason he couldn't get back from Holland now is because he spent all his money on TikTok data. Fair enough, fair enough, yeah. (laughs) Um, But Mazi, I mean, obviously we're getting into a nice light-hearted start. Um, We are now in KZN, and uh, this is where a lot of your followers are. Uh, What's it like being here and and being ready for the Indo-Africa Cup?
4: Yeah, like I said the other night, um, obviously just so good to be back with, with the boys and yeah like we would have thought we would have been here after the last year and a bit um, just with COVID and everything but yeah just so excited and you know like getting goosebumps just sitting and chatting to you um,
0: about the whole process going forward. Obviously, uh, Diane, you debuted before your brother with the outdoor team. There wasn't much indoor, and you guys had the, uh, the really cool opportunity of making your debut together in the Switzerland series. How frustrating has the past 18 months been that, that there really hasn't been much time for hockey?
5: Yeah, it definitely has been frustrating. Um, we haven't had any hockey for you know, 18 months, as you said, and also like training all the time and not being able to play any games is frustrating, because it looks like you're working towards something, but you don't know what's going to happen. And now, finally, we're getting the opportunity to play in the African Cup of Nations um, to qualify for the World Cup uh, next year, Feb, in Belgium. So, I think, yeah, we just have to stay positive and move forward.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and and it's been good to see. I mean, obviously, uh, you guys have shared some of the videos, and, and you've at least had each other to do a little bit of that lock floor uh, skilling against each other who which brother is currently leading the lock floor battle um uh, scores wise I think they
4: are Oh, uh, myself and then uh, with the skills and all of that they uh, aren't
0: very skillful <laughs> I mean <laughs> so, yeah. but it must help having a, a brother as good quality as you are to practice with at home
5: yeah definitely um like I said previously, it's always good to have competition, um, you know, other people doesn't have siblings like I have, and also my dad, so it's really cool to have people that knows about hockey. Um, yeah, if you guys don't know, my brother didn't move to Durban, so I don't have anyone now, but um, yeah, hopefully
0: my dad, I can play around with him a bit. And, and obviously we were going to come to the Durban now, I didn't know if we were allowed to talk about it, but uh, Diane has let the cat out the bag. Um, yourself, obviously, COVID has, has really frustrated with the opportunity to get back to Mutsum Gladbach. Is there any more clarity coming up?
5: Yeah, at the moment, it's really tough. Um, I spoke to our coach, indoor coach, uh, yesterday about different offers I got from different teams. Um, like in Holland, Almere, Belgium, Leuven, uh, and Mutsum Gladbach, Harvester uh, Hude in Germany as well. Yeah, it's a bit tough with COVID because I know I got news last night that the league is stopped in Germany. So, yeah, unfortunately, nothing going my way there. But, yeah, I'm happy to be playing again. Um, you know, like I said, 18 months without hockey and you finally get the opportunity t- to play. So I think I put that overseas one side and now just focus on yeah, playing for South Africa.
0: It, it's an interesting point that you make because obviously your team is without Jared Jones and Ryan Julius too phenomenal players and obviously some other players have got the opportunity to come in their place but because of covid it's it's a bit of an obscene one that uh, you know they can't get back to south africa and get back overseas so they can't represent their country because of that how much is uh, their absence felt in the squad
4: um i think yeah like we were we've been having a good couple of chats over uh recent times and i think obviously we we're definitely going to going to miss the boys um i think just Ryan Julis and Jared Jones, very good hockey players, amazing people. And yeah, their presence are definitely going to be missed, but I think they need to back the boys. I think we have a quality squad and a strong squad and it's competitive. And yeah, we, we are backing ourselves to, to go over,
0: um, all the way. Obviously, the country's backing you to go all the way. Um. I did ask uh, Bong Musa and I asked Dan to pick their top goal scorers of the tournament. I am going to ask you the same, but you're not allowed to pick the players that they've picked. So, Bongi chose Mustafa, and uh, Dan chose Gabela. So, who are you putting down? And I'm only talking about the South African guys.
4: Um, for me, um, I'd have to go with Dayan uh, or Jethro Eustace.
0: Okay, you've got to pick one though. Oh, okay. Uh, a tough one. Um, one's <laughs> I'll be? go with Yanni. Okay, yeah. so Yanni, what's going with you? Who are you going with? I think
5: I'll go with Jet. Yeah. Uh, back him all the way. Uh, he's been banging goals in our warm-up games, so yeah, I'll back him all the way.
0: Now, now, the two of you are also part of the outdoor Olympic squad, obviously hoping to get to Tokyo. Are you able to separate those dreams right now and just focus fully on, on the task at hand?
5: yeah definitely um because at the moment we don't know what's going to happen with the Olympics, so our main focus is or my main focus is just to do well for the for the SA Indoor team and make sure that the we go to the to the World Cup because uh, there's a lot of players out there that wants to be here so yeah this is the opportunity that we have at hand and we just have to take it and yeah hopefully we we qualify
0: yeah absolutely it's it it is the right approach. Take the opportunity at hand, um, and it is a great opportunity. I mean, obviously, Belgium in February, we don't know what's going to happen with COVID. We don't know if the World Cup will get postponed again, but uh, we got to take each step as it comes, and at least the opportunity is here to test yourself. I mean, a year ago, this was postponed, then canceled. We didn't know. Um, the SA men were in a weird position because if the tournament didn't happen, we'd qualify but now because it happens we got to go qualify where do you sit would you have preferred the qualification wrapped up or do you want to go and win this no for sure i think
4: definitely having the opportunity to play i think it's it's good for especially our, our ladies um, um giving them an opportunity and giving every other nation the, like a you know um, equal opportunity to you know play for that and not just get a, a easy ticket to go to the world cup and I think the boys are really, really excited to, you know, earn our spot and not just everyone saying, yeah, um, the SMN got put through. But yeah, we definitely are here to, to qualify and, you know, just earn our spot
0: going into, into the World Cup next year. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. Uh, Maz, it was brought up by Yanni. You, um, you are now a KZN Raider, although you haven't played for them yet. You are now based here. Uh, What 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 brought the decision to move over to KZN?
4: Yeah, so um, COVID happened and I think for me, it, it's I just chose something that uh, is going to allow me to grow as a player and as a person and they say that uh, change is always good for growth and I'm so happy and uh, privileged to be a part of uh, Varsity College Hockey, uh, the Snakes, So shout out to them and yeah, just, you know. Change of scenery. Um, I've been uh, at Western Province for 18 years and I think that the move uh, was definitely coming. And just to add value to, to KZN,
0: um, I think it's going to be really good. And, and, I mean, it would be a miss if we didn't talk about it. You're, going, you're at Varsity College now. That means you're under the tutelage of a former indoor and outdoor legend in Wade Payton. How much of an impact did that make on your decision making? A lot. Um, I think I spoke to Wade
4: before, and, and I knew that he's done this before. He's played over 100 caps for SA, and he's been to a World Cup before, and I think just to have him as a role model and, and a person to look up to um, on and off the field, it's just unbelievable, and you know, you can't describe it. And yeah, that, that was based around my decision, or, or a lot around my decision, and yeah, i just so grateful to
0: have him around. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting away from Jillian and here. She's uh, part of the, the, the Namibian side. Um, yeah, and, and Wade obviously was part of the men's team that in 2017 went to Swakopmund, formed a great relationship actually between him and Rustin Abrahams, um, and also brought out the best in Ryan. Uh, do you guys look to do that? I mean, Yanya, I know we've spoken about this offline before, but uh, how much do you like... Bringing other players into the action more than just taking the glory for yourself.
5: I think yeah, at the end of the day, uh, if I score a goal, it's not me myself, but it's the team because the team put in all the hard work for me to score. So I think it's imp- it's really cool to have other players around you that can also contribute to a goal or to assist. Um, so yeah, like the youngsters we have right now, it's yeah, it's amazing. Like it's just not. I don't know back in the days or in the past. Um, At Barracudas or other teams, it was always about my brother and I, you know, because they would say, like, just do your thing. But now, because we're in a national setup or or a professional setup, everyone's on the same level. So that's really cool.
0: And, And Yoni, I mean, there are rumors that won't go away. Mustafa has vouched for these but the rumours are that you will be playing for Eastern Gateng and moving up to the East Rand next year because you don't want to play for Western Province anymore. Is that true? Um, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, so, Jason, uh, uh, Voigt and to the Eastern Gateng board, you can't say I didn't try. Uh, obviously, for now, without going over to Europe, Western Province still home for you for now? Yeah definitely. Um,
5: yeah, I, like to, I like Western Province and they have done a lot for me. So yeah, I'm staying to
0: where I think is best. So how exciting is the prospect of a Raiders vs Province matchup?
5: I think it's gonna be a good game, uh, especially playing against my brother, it's gonna be cool. Um, and yeah, it's just gonna be an amazing experience. Um, I'm gonna beat him though I put my head on it that I'm gonna beat Raiders. Um, mm. Western Province gonna be drains
4: Sorry, just to interrupt, I think I'm one nil up after
5: PHL. Just <laughs> like to put that <laughs> out there. Um he's one nil up but we do have Western <laughs> Province did win two titles in a row. But I was
0: also gonna say isn't that the PHL that's the caveman won though? No uh, <laughs> the dragons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah and, and guys obviously uh we're playing against Namibia, you know the Namibian guys well. PSI is a big part of your life, um, and the, the Hawks and Eagles were a big part of your competition. Botswana are largely an unknown quantity. We haven't really played against them before. There's very little information out there about them. How do you go about preparing for playing the unknown? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's
4: difficult to, you know... I don't know, like, say what it's going to be like. Uh, I think the focus was mainly just on doing what we can Um, and, yeah, playing against the underdog or someone that you don't really know is always tough, but I think the boys and, you know, the coaching staff uh, such as uh, Justin Rosenberg and uh, Ryan Hackers, we just try to focus on what we can control and, and do what we need to do. It's not focusing, putting our focus on uh, Namibia or Botswana, and yeah, it's it's not going to be an easy ride. It's going to be tough, and, and that's what that's what makes it so exciting uh, to be able to play in Africa and you know um, play against uh, the likes of Namibia and Botswana, not knowing what is going to happen, and yeah, um, yeah.
0: The next 18 months for the two of you is, is action-packed. M- Muzi, I mean, you've got the potential of an under-21 World Cup, under-21 qualifier. No, you were not available for if it had happened in, in August. Both of you have the AFCON up for grabs, possibly the Olympics, possibly the World Cup. How do you fit it all in?
5: Yeah, I think uh, we just have to take it step by step. Um, like I said previously, we don't know if Olympics is going to happen, and at, at hand now we do have African Cup. So, yeah, I think my main focus is to get past this hurdle and then move on to the next. Um, and yeah, hopefully we can go to the Olympics, and hopefully we can go to the World Cup, which will be cool because then our dreams, yeah, came
0: true. So we yeah, are excited to see what happens in the next 18 months. And uh, I, I put a challenge out there to Bones and to Dan. Uh, And I think it's only appropriate that uh, we ask you first and then we put a challenge out there for you. Is there a trademark goal celebration? Me, not really. Uh, Yeah.
4: No, no, <laughs> not.
5: Uh, yeah, it is tough because Ryan's not here. But if he was here, they would have been like nice TikTok moves. But <laughs> unfortunately, not. We're just gonna go on and
0: just yeah. Okay, so so the challenge is in one of the games you guys can decide, but in one of the games, you, if you score a goal, mm-hmm. and obviously like, it's a comfortable result at that point. You need to grab two or three players and reenact some TikTok move, some, some sort of TikTok move. We'll get it on camera and we'll send it over to Ryan Julius to make sure he sees it. I'd definitely get uh, Dan Sabal involved.
4: I think he'd be keen. Yeah, yeah there would good go. ideas for sure.
0: Yeah, Jethro and Justin, not as much. Yeah. J- Justin, you'll have to explain what TikTok <laughs> is. But... Um, no so there's the challenge one TikTok dance is a celebration at some point 100% but it has to be Friday or Saturday we're not playing around with Sunday if we we get there alright guys uh, last thing from your side any sponsors uh, that have been really great for you over your personal journey that you want to give a shout out to
5: yeah, definitely Taylor, uh, or Tyler, um, and also to Bravo for supporting us. Um, I think it's always cool to get sponsored by these people, especially during this COVID times. It's difficult for the, for most people, but with their support, they've been able to contribute to us. So, yeah, really shout out to them.
4: Also, shout out to FNH Hockey for you know just contributing and just um, hooking us up with proper kit and for looking after us and yeah like Yanni said shout out to Robo Taylor and yeah their the support been, Support has been amazing so
0: yeah absolutely I mean I'm, I'm looking at Yanni sitting here in a Taylor shirt with the the, the uh, South Africa Pro Tour emblem proudly on the chest and uh, looking forward to the action getting underway of course no spectators are allowed at the venue but the games are being streamed live on Watch Hockey the app as well as on the Radar Media our YouTube page. It's free of charge. Watch it, follow, see who's going to represent Africa at the Indoor Hockey World Cup. We've heard from the South African side, it's only fair that I bring in Namibian next as uh, we wrap up the preview next. Gents, thanks so much. Looking forward to the skills, the tricks, the through the leg pass and of course the TikTok celebration dance.
4: Thank you so much for having us. Have a good one.
0: Cheers. Thank you, Gents. You are still here with Hockey, the podcast, and Tyron Jabu Barnard. Uh, We've heard from the South Africans. um, This is take two (laughs) because I maybe hit stop instead of pause. My bad. Um, So so I'm going to ask my guests to just repeat their brilliant answers so far. I will take a fine for this. Um, But joining me now, Cody Funamava and uh, Captain Fantastic, DJ Strauss, uh, to, to talk now about the Namibian Challenge. Gents, uh, great to have you here, and obviously you must be absolutely stoked to uh, be getting underway.
2: Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, as I said, <laughs> we've we've been here since Sunday, and we we getting used to the court and getting ready for the tournament, but now we're really itching to play, and the boys are, are very excited and very keen.
0: Yeah, and Cody, I mean, obviously, uh, I brought it up originally. They're the, the, an old tradition uh, of, of shaving the heads for the new caps. But why I bring it up, why I like is that this is a team that is, is founded on the basis of a team values. Is that still the case? And uh, are the team together, you know, in terms of the term va- team values?
6: Yeah, 100%. I think more so instead of the physical of actually shaving it off, there is still that building up of coming in and the hierarchy of those that have more experience. And I think because they've set that trend over the years, that tradition is still very well and alive in our team and I think the boys are all finding their place and everyone is doing well and doing their job. So unfortunately, we don't have any cheese cops, but uh, <laughs> the boys are all keen and everybody knows their place and I think the, the vibe in the team is, is good.
0: And Cody, I mean, just because you said it earlier, but it wasn't recorded and, and DJ was my witness that you said this, it is true that if Namibia qualify, you will be getting a tattoo on your chest of DJ's uh, goalkeeper glove, correct? Uh, I think we're still debating about whether it will be
6: his glove <laughs> or his stick, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to chat about that one
0: later. I mean, DJ, obviously coming in into this series, you are an experienced player, you've been around for a while now, you've played as a, an all-star at the PSI, you've played with the best in the world, you've played against the best in the world, but you're also taking on the, the added role of captaincy, how have you adapted to, to that role within the team?
2: Um, I actually try to, of course, it's a great honor being captain of, of your, your country's team. And um, I try not to change too much. Um, I don't want to impact my game. and I think my game has always been the same as it is. Uh, performing under pressure and playing well. And I really just want to strive that through to the boys. Uh, if they see me play, they see what I do, they must, they must be inspired and be able to follow the lead. And, in a sense, not changing much, just be who I am as a hockey player and as a person. Yeah, and,
0: and what I can say is, I, I've known DJ for probably about six or seven years now through PSR. This is a man who, uh, at the biggest time, is usually when you get the best performance from him. What is it about the big stage, DJ, that brings out the best in you?
2: Uh, sure, that's, <laughs> a, that's a difficult question. I think um, uh, A lot of my experience came from when I was playing in Germany and it comes from there where the pressure is always high. You, you cannot let your guard down at all and I adapted that to my national team and I think about 80% of my playing ability is just knowing I play for three things, that is my country, my team and my God and that has always been our, as a team, our highest, highest gratitude goes to those three things we play for. We do not think about ourselves, we just think about each other and the whole of the massive support we have back home as a country—that's what we why we play. And that also depends on how we play.
0: Cody, obviously, uh, Jerica Cormac or Jerica Bartlett, uh, but Jerica is involved in the main setup. Uh, there are some, that, and I don't need your comments on this. There are some that think she should still be involved in the women's setup, but she's decided to to hang up the playing stick now, and, and she is assisting on the coaching side. What's it like having her, I mean, because a lot of you would have played in Hawks and Eagles teams with her. You know, is, what is the dynamic having her as a, an extra set of eyes along
6: with Trevor? I think it's good. It's the first time as a team that we've had an actual assistant coach. Um, and yeah, just the fact that her and Trevor gel well and she really assists him and she looks from areas that he might not always see. And the fact that we have previous relationships with her. From PSI, she's able to also hit us on a deeper level in certain areas that Trev wouldn't always because he's more sometimes on the analytical side and she gets us. And I think she's also here to just handle some emotions and make sure
0: everyone is good in the head. So, yeah, i say it's been just a great addition to the team. Another great addition to the team uh, is, and, and please, I apologize if I get this wrong, but MTC.
2: Yes, MTC.
0: Yeah. MTC, uh, I mean, it must be absolutely great, DJ, to have uh, a sponsor come on board and back the team like they have.
2: Uh, yes, definitely. I said it in a, in a, uh, when we got our national colours at the Sports Commission in Namibia. Uh, I've been playing for the Namibian men's or been part of the Namibian men's for uh, close to 15 years. And this is literally the first tour we ever went on that we actually had complete and utter full sponsorship. I mean, our kit looks amazing, uh, the flights here were amazing, the place we're staying at is amazing. We have the best management in Mary Hansen and the best coach we can ask for and for the first time really we as players can only focus on hockey and what we need to do on the field and not worry about any financial restrictions or any of the above and it's really it's really fantastic
0: it is so great to hear there's a good african hockey story i do like that you're complimenting mary hansen because she's standing over your shoulder with a stick and a fork um, but of course, it's great to see. I mean, I've obviously, I've, I've been a little bit with the team in 2017 and 2019. And it's clear that the family values come through. It's, it's a team that don't just treat each other as teammates. It's a team that treat each other as family. Uh, Cody, do you is that how you experience it in the
6: team? 100%. Yeah, I think there's some of us that have been together since, I mean, since grade one, playing hockey since like under seven. And I think the thing is, we... Yeah, we eat, we sleep hockey uh, and we've been doing that together and and it's great to be able to play with your friends and it just makes it so much more enjoyable because we're not only playing as as teammates but as friends and the dynamic on and off the field is great. So yeah, 100% of family and I think that just shows itself on the field, the way we play (laughs) together. So yeah, it's it's just a positive.
0: Obviously, um, you answered this question really well the first time when I wasn't recording. But I want to ask it again, because you answered so well, so hopefully you can remember what you said. But uh, you're playing South Africa, you know the South Africans. You've played against them at PSI, you played against them at national level, and you're also playing Botswana. Botswana themselves are a very much an unknown quantity. How do you guys prepare for that? Well, uh... As as I previously mentioned, I think (laughs) thankfully
6: Trev throughout the years has set great foundationals and principles as he likes to call them for us as a team and as a a country uh, and what we always revert back to and what our foundation is of the way we play and I think we're just going to go out and try and apply that and the game plan that he has set out for us and
0: and, yeah, enjoy it and take
6: it from there and see what happens.
0: Take it from there. Obviously there is no Zimbabwe um, due to COVID financial. They just cannot afford. Disappointing?
2: Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, we, we've known Zimbabwe over over the years, uh, between our Namibian and Zimbabwean relationship and uh, them coming onto the indoor scene in 2017 and after that where we went to go play them again, it's really, and they've improved and it, it's always good to see. I mean, if Namibia hasn't been playing against SA since 2014 in so many matches, I don't think we, the improvement wouldn't have been there. And I, it's really sad that Zimbabwe is not here, because they are awesome country, we know the guys, awesome guys to play against. And uh, it's just, it's, I think it's a downfall to the tournament, but up in the tournament is we actually have another country in Botswana that we can play against and expose to the game.
0: It's, it is definitely a truth. We've got Botswana, we've got Zimbabwe that plays, we know Malawi plays. Um, so we've got a lot of, of up and coming indoor countries. Now, what's it going to take for Africa to uh, get into the top six at the, the World Cup? Whether it's you, whether it's South Africa, whether it's Botswana. And uh, how exciting would it be to have two African sides at the next World Cup?
6: Is that for me or for DJ? You,
0: you look like you want to answer it.
6: <laughs> uh, I think. Yes, for another African country to get into the top six at the World Cup would... Yeah, I think... Thankfully, because we are sending more and more players overseas to play and gain that exposure and gain just a different understanding of the game, tactics, you know, physical, mental, Um, as more teams start competing, as we start playing more games, as the standard and the level starts picking up and the competitiveness within us as a continent starts growing uh, and we start diversifying in those areas, uh, I think we can really start competing at that stage. I feel uh, at a deeper level, What's the word, Uh, talent-wise, we can definitely compete with them. I think there's just some fundamentals that we still need to learn and grow uh, as we gain experience, Um, competing with countries like Holland and Germany that obviously have so much experience. um, But I think as there's more clubs, or teams, sorry, that enter the scene, we'll be able to grow, and the competitiveness will just help us climb the ladder.
0: And and why do you think it is that Namibia have excelled so much at indoor hockey, both men and women, and, and there's still a little bit behind in terms of the field hockey what is the big differentiator there i think uh, and i think for us
6: personally as kids growing up the fact that we have had this psi element where we've been exposed to so much indoor hockey uh, and just uh, starting an HP program within the men's and the women's where the competition um, and the, yeah, just the competitiveness amongst one another has uh, driven us to just keep improving and gaining experience. We've had a lot of players play overseas and I think as that has grown with the foundations that Trevor's been putting in place uh, and yeah, the amount of exposure we've been gaining at a young age has just helped us climb and I think because we're so small and have a small talent pool, we're able to compete really well in the indoor and still, still growing
0: in the outdoor. And DJ, I mean, you went with the indoor women's heart to the last World Cup as one of the assistant coaches. How much did that fuel your hunger to get there yourselves?
2: Uh, it, was, it was actually quite tough dealing with it first to you know I won't be playing, and the SA boys walking past me with their smiles on their faces. But all, always friendly, we're all friends, but it was, in my heart, it was a bit disappointing not being able to play there. And that's why, again, why we are here. We also want to go there. And we want to go compete, and we want to put Africa on the map there and not just go there, like we said, uh, not just take part, but compete. And I think our African style of hockey, would, uh, if we play it right, it can make a big impact on the world stage. I've asked this to the
0: South African guys I chatted to earlier, but I'm going to make you put your head on the block. Who, And you're not allowed to give the same answer, so you have to pick someone different, but who's going to be Namibia's top goal scorer this week?
6: personally, I would probably pick Liam Hermanus uh, as our front runner as our striker. I I would back him and hope that he'd be our top goal scorer. Uh,
2: I'm going to go on our Olympia and give it to one of our lighties, JP Brits. I think he's an amazing talent coming through and um, I'm going to back him.
0: Yeah, JP Brits. uh, And it's his brother is David, huh? Yes. yes, yes.
2: So the brother Brits, of course,
0: Namibia, have a nice history with brothers. So hopefully... uh, they will continue that great tradition. The other thing is, obviously, uh, uh, DJ didn't mention it earlier, but no fans, what is going to be your trademark symbol to the camera that people at home know this is for them? Cody? Uh,
6: so we've got, we've, got a, we've got a bit of a thing as a team where whoever scores points to a pass and then we point to the sky, and I think that's just a reminder for us and for our country for who we're playing for. Uh, so, and yeah, just to involve one another in that. Uh, so...
0: Okay, that, that's a good one, but DJ, I'm going to make you go a step further and say, for your wife watching at home, how does she know that that certain save was for her?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a difficult one. My, uh, my wife is uh, actually very distraught not to be here. I left her crying at the airport. Um, but uh, trust me, I don't need to do anything because I will hear in the back of my helmet <laughs> throughout every game that I play. And that's how. that's just the small amount of support I and my team have back home there's a lot of people backing us
0: yeah it's not going to be bluetooth speakers it's going to be red heart speakers that was as cheesy as it comes but probably right to the heart DJ it's from the minute I walked in this afternoon and saw you um once again greeted with the same respect the Million team always gives me even though I am actually a South African media officer it's uh always great it's great to see the focus I could I can see you're dying to get on that field, and all I can say is from from hockey the podcast, from our listeners, we wish you the best of luck out there. I know that you're going to do this, but play hard and honor God.
2: There you go. Thank you very much. Jabu. Uh, just before we end off, I would just like to use your platform just to thank MTC again uh, from the men and women's sides. they have really no idea how much we appreciate it and what they are doing for us. So just again, from our side, thank you MTC.
0: Yeah, thank you, MTC. Thank you uh, SPA and thank you Farco, the, three, uh, the two sponsors for the tournament. Uh, you know, Hockey is not a top-tier sport in terms of sponsors, but it is a top-tier sport in terms of the quality of people involved and companies like MTC are making a step in the right direction for the sport to get the platform that it deserves. Jens, good luck. I look forward to seeing you in action tomorrow. Um, I apologise if the commentary is too loud, but uh, I can't promise to keep it down. <laughs> Uh, I'll make sure that we make up for uh, for the lack of crowds there uh, going crazy. But uh, thank you for joining me before your dinner. Thanks.
2: Thank you very much. And
0: for recording that twice. <laughs> So that's wrapping things up here at Hockey the Podcast at the Riverside Hotel. The action gets underway tomorrow. Tomorrow for me is uh, Friday the 15th or 16th of April. I couldn't even see the date. The 16th of April from 9 o'clock. All the action is live on the Raider Media YouTube page. You can watch it on Watch Hockey the App. But ultimately, at the end of these three days, there will be kings and queens of Africa. They will be going to the World Cup. They will be flying the African flag on behalf of the whole continent. And the question is, will it be South Africa? Will it be Namibia? Or will it be Botswana? Find out
1: soon.